spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy! Happy, happy, happy! Today's Thursday, right? It happy is. Thursdays. We're over, are we over our weather event? I'm on a need-to-know basis. Well, the wind is gone. Yes. But I think we're starting, you know, Becky Lynn said we're going to get some rain. I got pictures today from my friends in Sacramento. Snow. Snow. No. But then I got a picture from my friend Jessica Von Rabbit. She's kind of a punk rock star. Oh, lives in Palm Springs, <laughs> standing by a cactus as snow is coming That's down. That's incredible. Oh, wow. Yeah, I baby. Snow at the Hollywood sign. Yes. About time. I've been thinking I got to go ski there sometimes. And, and here it's, what, 50 degrees? I'm over this. I did not sign up for this. Let's get the heat going. All right? I'm done. I'm frozen. I'm wearing long underpants today. <laughs> I feel like that movie Frozen. I feel like, you know. You're just- Elsa. Oh, let it go. Oh, let it geez. go. Let it go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I started. That's terrible. Uh, we've got day two of the fallout. Mark Burnovich. For those of you who are still deniers, let it go. <laughs> let it go. Yesterday, uh, we were here and we talked about it. And his office could have put an end to all these conspiracies, to all the nut jobs, to all the, 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 you know, the folks who were running for office that said, oh, 2020, the, the election results, it was, it, was, it was rigged. His office could have put a stop to that. But he decided, nope, I'm going to have this report. I know exactly what the report says. And I'm going to hide it, and I'm going to keep it, and I'm not going to tell anybody. So, day two. Day two. I don't think I've ever heard more people call a politician a coward. And by the way, I started the show yesterday calling him a coward. But more, and that seems to be the word. That seems to be his legacy. And he's got to just hate this. He's probably sitting in his house. I don't. I don't know exactly what he's thinking, but he's a. You know, he knows that he's a joke. He knows he's never going to be able to run for anything again. Uh, he's an embarrassment to Arizona, uh, and he's probably sitting in his house saying, "Boy, I couldn't have played this worse." And everybody is. Everybody's calling him. What are they calling him? I'm angry for the people that got hurt because Mark Burnovich was too much of a freaking coward to come out with the truth. Secretary of State Adrian Fontes on yeah, the show yesterday. Every right. And you know what? I'm also looking at all of you out there, uh, people who continue to deny election after election, mm. and you also put pressure on people to tell you the things you want to hear, not the things you need to hear, because you seem to think that if they tell you that enough, that somehow magically becomes true. Oh, I've gotten more invitations, Becky Lynn, to go watch 2,000 Mules. Oh, my uh, God. I've had 4,000 oh, no Mules today. <laughs> So that's the that's the debunked movie about the election and all that stuff. And uh, if you're a fraud, that's what you point to. And I'm not talking about the people who are asking me to do it. I talk more about the politicians. I like to call them the low IQ anons. They're the Very. politicians, not people, politicians, not voters, politicians who just continue the lie. So it, it is funny, though. The, some people come and watch this movie with me. You'll, you'll you know what? I, I just I've come to the point that, you know, if you are a voter and you still think the election was rigged, listen, I'll still like you. I, I, I don't. I, but I can't have a conversation with you. Yeah. I think that's that's where we are. Let me ask you a question. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, we have the Arizona Attorney General's office. They concluded that months and months ago, no widespread fraud. None. None. Zero. And by months ago, I mean last year. 12 months ago, almost. Right. 12, 12, 12 months ago. For the 2020 uh, election, you had the top guy, the top prosecutor, the state's top prosecutor sitting on the information. All right. What about the people in his office? What about those who worked for Brnovich, the coward? 
Uh, Howard of the County, (laughs) said Kenny Rogers. What about them? Because I know that it's a tough spot for them. Uh, their boss is saying, no, we have to sit on this. Their bosses don't say anything. Their boss is, hey, listen, I'm running for Senate, and I think I have a shot, which, by the way, he didn't. Uh, and he made sure of that by running the worst campaign outside of Kerry Lake. Thank you very much. I totally agree with that. Uh, what about the people in his office who knew about this? When does it come a point that you got to blow the whistle? We've had whistleblowers throughout, you know, time here. <laughs> I mean, come on. When is, when is it that you're, I don't know, an assistant to the assistant? Or you're the assistant to Brnovich, and you know he's sitting on this, and you and you know, my goodness. Well, I was going to say, how it didn't get out is amazing. How it didn't get out is amazing because human beings inherently can't keep their mouth shut about something. Something always slips out, and sometimes that's by purpose. Uh, you know, they hey, they get this out there slowly but surely, but make it seem like it wasn't us. But we want people to kind of know about this. Be prepared, and how this though across the board. Did not get out. What did you promise or threaten? Or we can go down this road. The people that worked for Brnovich, they felt the same way Brnovich did. We have to sit on it. Because the people you surround yourself with in life is very important. You know, for me, I like to, I like to have people who, who, are, are, who surround me who will call me out on my crap. Yeah. Okay? Because everybody needs to be called out on their crap. Absolutely. You know? You I guys don't... trust us. You guys call us out every day on crap, <laughs> even if we're right, because you don't like us. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> but my goodness, you have to have some people around you that say, hey, hey, uh, Gatos, let, let me tell you something. That thing yesterday, <laughs> dude, you're way off. Yeah. And then tell me why. I mean, maybe Brnovich didn't have that. Maybe he had a bunch of yes men and yes women maybe. around. And so they saw this and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we understand. We have to hide this. So they're just as as culpable as, as he is. But I mean, I mean, he is the boss. He is the attorney general. He won the election to sit in that office. He's the guy that's going that we're blaming. And I'm fine with that. But, you know, there were plenty of people around him who could have opened their big mouth and said, you know what? This is wrong. We should tell the people of Arizona that this state knows how to run an election. And nobody did that. And you know what? How many of you think knew, though? Because remember, they had to know. There had to be. But how many of them knew? Because you got 10,000 hours poured into this thing, but not one person put 10,000 hours in. So there, people are putting pieces. You may know a little bit over here. You, you, so it was probably a small group of people that knew who were those people that knew the whole story. Yeah. And you know what? I'll just say this. You and I, we ain't journalists. No. All right. We're not. I would like, I would like to have, you know, maybe someone here at the radio station who's a journalist work that angle of the story. Who sat around him and said, yeah, we need to keep keep this quiet because their name should be out here for yeah. us to scorn, too. And what was your reason for keeping it quiet? That's yeah. what I'd like to Was it? Hey, you know what? I was told if I say anything and I swore an oath to keep my mouth shut. Uh, if I was told to say anything, this right. is their spot. And they should have uh, that I would be in trouble. They knew would I mean, get fired. Yeah. Right. OK. They, they would be damaging to my career. Uh-huh. I got a family. All right. At least I could understand that. Right. You know, I mean, I, I may not agree with it, right. but I'm not in your position. So I don't know your rule. Here's another thing. Uh, what if Abe uh, Froman, Abe, Abe Hamaday, 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 what if what if he beat Chris Mays for attorney general? Would we ever found this out? I don't think so. I And I'll, t- I'll tell you why. The the lack of character that we had running on the Republican side. That's why they all lost. Yeah. 
There were no good candidates. Listen, I'm not saying Except that my can- girl Angela. Yeah, yeah, baby, you dog. <laughs> the candidates on the left. Again, were they great? No. But at least they didn't say the election was uh, was rigged. Abe Hamaday, this guy keeps, you know, throwing out all these conspiracy theories and he's he's jumped on that bandwagon and he's raising money. He's a grifter. He continues to sue. If you keep giving money to these people, you deserve every cent that you give to be stolen. You might as well give it to crypto. You you, you might as well just flush it down the toilet. Yeah, but I, I hate to say it. But I don't think Abe Hamaday would have released this. Chris Mays, why did she release it? Probably because she's a Democrat. And maybe it was the right thing to do as well. It was definitely the right thing to do. But again, with politicians, you've got to weigh it. What if she got a chance to really to really whack her predecessor? Right? She did. She did. And she did that. She did. But but that report should be released. It was Absolutely. the right thing to do. But you know behind closed doors and all politicians are mostly the same. That felt good. And that's not really the right thing. No, that's not. Do that's you not think the right Abe Hamaday would have released this? I, I doubt it. No way. I doubt he no would have released this. Uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I again, I would like to think he would have, but I doubt it. You have to look at a person. Would he even right? looked for it? I don't know. You know, would have he even looked, looked for it? I, I think that's something he'd like to read. Yeah, I think that's something that that absolutely that he would he would look at and say, "Wow, I got a I I I know maybe I'm just thinking the worst of him." But, you know, a lot of you Republicans out there, you know, your candidates were dead on arrival. Yeah. Most of the most of you them knew were they were struggle in the general. Right. Because the excitement that was at the places that they were campaigning yeah. ended where the places they were campaigning. That is said beautifully. It is totally true. You want to have some big crowds? Great. Those are the only people voting for them. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And I don't think Hamaday would have released this. I, I think I think we never would have known about this. Or um, unless there was somebody's like the minute this guy's gone, I'm going to release this thing inside the office. The staff, yeah. Who said, "Well, he's not here to hurt me now." Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I'll I'll say this: I don't know how Mark Burnovich could ever show his face anywhere in public in the state of Arizona. It's going to be tough, man. How do you do that? How do you even go to a restaurant and sit there? How do you go to a movie and sit there? How do you go out in public if you're Mark Burnovich and you've lied to the entire state of Arizona? And that includes Republicans. Because think about this. There are people that maybe uh, have a restaurant who are Republican-leaning, believed in the big lie, and they've been given money, and you knew the entire time you were going there where they're like, you're going to get them, Mark. Only to find out Mark knew for a year ago that, no, there was nothing there, and you kept giving them money. Yep. He ain't going to go there. You ain't going to be welcome there. No. They're going to spend your food. I, I'd spend the food. Of course. Yeah. I don't think he can show his face again. No, it's going to be tough. If I was him, I'd be like, man, I wonder I wonder what Nevada looks like. <laughs> right. He's a nice place to be. Coward. Of the county. Coward. That's what he is. A disgraced politician who will go down... As one of the most, well, disgraced and, and cowardly politicians yeah. for not being ethical and, and upholding the truth. It is it's sad. It's sad. It's sad to think that's how you ruined everything that was your world. Yep. And and again, it, would we be talking about him like he was a hero if he would have released it? No, because he no. would have been blown out. We'd have said, well, he screwed up his chance at Senate. Yes, he did uh, his job. But you did your job. As right. he said yesterday, uh, uh, Fontes, you took an oath and you failed everybody. Coming up next. Coming up! You've heard of a Paramount Plus and ESPN Plus. I have all of those. Disney Plus. I and don't I know have, why, but I have them all. I have all your codes. I know you do. <laughs> uh, what the heck is Arby's Plus? Oh, goodness me. We'll talk about it next on the Gatos and Chad Show. 
and Chad Show afternoons. You can subscribe to us, and we are delicious all the time, oh. and we're less filling. It's the Get Us Chad Show podcast. <laughs> your iPhone, your Android, never any of the show. Brought to you by Carol Royce. Your home sold guaranteed realty. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Subscriptions for you. Everything in the world is a subscription nowadays. I need a code. So uh, Panera's doing one, Arby's Plus. I don't know what Arby's Plus would Wait, be. Wait, I thought we were talking about television. So no, 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 no. No, Subscription Plus based is, uh, is this is fantastic. So now, you know who does it best? It's, is it Endless Pasta? The, oh, Ar- yeah, that was Olive Garden. That, Pasta Pass. And that was some years yeah, ago. Yeah, but they came back, they brought it back, la- you know how I know, Lloyd. Yeah, yeah Lloyd ate there it. every day. I remember Lloyd, that. Lloyd's like, it's like being in Italy. <laughs> no, wait, wait. So we're not talking about like Paramount Plus, no, no, where no, you no. go on TV no. and you got to put a pass in. The actual subscription for food. Subscription. <laughs> so but I almost did this for for which company? Panera had a thing, and it was um, oh, Panera mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and it was a coffee subscription. Okay, see, I could see that you paid a monthly fee, and you could swing it every single day and get a cup of coffee. And I thought I would do that. Yeah, I, we and had Panera I might yesterday. Still. We had Panera yesterday. I don't get it. That's one of the I'll be the guy in the classroom. I don't get it. Why do you not get well, it? What do you What do you have to do to get a subscription to go into a restaurant? You got to take a test. You don't have to take a test. They no. that you, you don't qualify. They won't let you. Yeah. They'll let yeah. me no, do it. So the subscription is, for some of these things, it's like coffee. Yeah. For some of them, it's like uh, uh, like you, you buy it and you get, uh, so it's X amount of dollars a month and you may get, a free entree every time you come in, and so you buy the sides and the drink. It's it's not like the endless pasta, <laughs> which would be amazing. And I don't know what Arby's Plus is. Maybe they hand you toilet paper. With I have no idea. Uh, that's the plus side. And I do like me some Arby's. Don't get me wrong. That hey, those roasted roast beef sandwiches, fantastic. man. Fantastic. Those curly fries. Oh, cheese oh, on those that. curly fries. Mm. You know, you eat at Arby's, you're like, man, I don't know why I don't eat here more. And an hour later, you're like, now I know why. <laughs> <laughs> but the, and I love Arby's. I eat Arby's at least once every two, three weeks. Really? Because, yeah, we have one by our house, and okay. I love Arby's. All right. But I can see, because so many things are going to subscription is nowadays. Is it the cool thing now to well, have a subscription to Panera or Arby's? And- do you want to know what it is? Yes. It's you're trying to get a younger generation. Brand loyalty oh. is the most important thing, and it starts younger. Kids understand subscription. This past weekend, I had the unfortunateness of buying uh, my kids new iPhones. Because, oh. uh, yeah, I'm that's- sorry. <laughs> I have no idea. They, so He's broke now. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. I had to take a third job because I'm like, yeah. I don't have enough shows, but I just bought an iPhone. I wonder why he goes to Arby's two times a week. So uh, I worked there. <laughs> That's his other job, exactly. So, but the the guy was explaining, I don't know if it's the new Galaxy or the new Google. He's like, look, I'm an, I, he's older. And by older, I mean he's older than like 15. Okay. He says, hey, uh, uh, I... He goes, I've had iPhones, and he goes, I had the iPhone 14, the new one. He goes, but they offered me a new Google Pixel or a new one of these things. And he goes, I'll be honest, there was a new Galaxy or Samsung. He goes, it blows the iPhone away, and it's it's cheaper, it's faster, it's better. It's got open source to do a lot of different things you can't do. Yes, you can do a few things on the iPhone you can't, but it's amazing. And my kids go... But it's not an iPhone, and all the influencers who like use oh. iPhones. And there it is. It's about building brand loyalty. And yep. the younger generation understands subscriptions more than anything else. That's why they're trying this in a way, and to get people continually coming back. That's the thing. More restaurants keep trying this subscription program, and it keeps you coming back. But it's younger generations yeah. understand subscriptions. Right, right. 
By the way, I need a new code from you. Okay, I got what? What is? I'm sure we have it. I got Peacock from Pablo. I've got uh, HBO Plus from Lloyd. I've got all the rest from you. I got to figure out somebody. Somebody's got to give me Disney Plus. Oh, I got Disney Plus. Oh man, man. why haven't you given me this yet? I didn't know. Hey, when I get Arby's Plus. You're on it, man. All right, I'll throw the paper for everybody. When you go in, what do you? When you go in, do you say, "Listen, here's my"? Do you have to type a code in before you go in the door? No, I think you just probably show a pass. I'm okay. You show a pass. Probably download something too, because that's probably a big thing. You download something because then then they're on your phone, right? And that's something where they can send you something. Say, hey, you're an Arby's Plus member. You're going to get free drinks. You'll get up to four free drinks if you eat dinner tonight, and you get a text. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, that's pretty smart. It is pretty smart. It's a wonderful thing. It's a smart thing. All right, Arby's Plus. We're going to take the team out there tonight, and we'll all even. Even Nick, he wore shoes today. We'll no pants, be, but we'll, shoes. We'll all be missing work tomorrow. <laughs> Up next, should we start taxing robots? Stick around. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, what if the water crisis in Arizona got so bad that you went to sit at a restaurant and they wouldn't bring you any water? <laughs> That might happen. We'll talk about it in 10 minutes. So we know about AI. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. AI is uh, it's taking over the world, and the robots are coming soon. Oh, gosh. Uh, that, they've got, if you, if you guys want to see something really crazy, go look at the Amazon warehouse with just robots. Uh, so uh, it, it, there's some stuff going down, people. I think everybody needs to understand. No wonder I get my stuff so fast. That's right. The robots <laughs> know what they're doing. Well, here's the thing. If robots replace people, what don't robots earn? Money. And if there's no money, how do you do what? Pay taxes. You don't. Well, guess what? Bill Gates says, let's do that. Right now, if a human worker does you know, $50,000 worth of work in a factory, that income is taxed. If a robot comes in to do the same thing, you'd think that we'd tax the robot at a similar level. Why? I paid for the robot. Right. I bought the robot. I use ingenuity. In some cases, we designed the robot. Why, if you're going to do that, why don't you say, you know what else we should do, guys? We should tax your computers. It's doing something. Mm-hmm. Your right? iPhones. Yeah. Why not that? Oh, okay. Well, if only somebody else would come in and say something about it, uh, Bernie Sanders. Oh, okay. you know, it's not just taxing the robots. It's this yeah. whole question whole of question. economic transformation. Absolutely. Are working yeah. class people going to benefit from that or just a billionaire class? So you agree with Bill Gates and taxing robots? That's one way to do it. That's yeah. absolutely one way to do it. In fact, I think we should absolutely tax the robots. We should tax the rich, tax the uh, everybody we could tax, and then we'll tax them twice. How about our pets? Tax the pets because they make you smile. <laughs> And that's also a job. So why not tax them? <laughs> this look, we're at a transformation, a transformative time. The fact is that we're at a time now. This is, uh, and I don't want to uh, undersell this. This is fire. This is the wheel. That's where we are with AI and robots. We're at a place that we have never ever been at technology wise, and we're getting there faster and faster every second. Is it perfect? No, but. I was talking the other day. So my uncle and I are talking to a couple AI specialists, and I will say this. They worry their jobs are going to be gone. They're creating their own replacements. Wow. That's the thing. They're, replace, they're going to replace themselves with the things that they've created because it's that good. And... Uh, we had we had lunch today with a couple of people, and we were talking about the fact that they've got uh, 
some of these new marketing companies now, they don't have a marketing staff. They have AI doing everything oh. for them, from drawing, from putting for up. It's doing everything. They don't need a staff like that anymore. Where they would normally have five to seven people handling this, they have zero. So the general idea behind a robot tax. Yes. Levied on firms that replace humans with robots. Is what to desensitize? Uh, yeah, whatever you just said. Yeah, right. de- de-incentivize the incentivize practice and to cover the loss of revenue. Yeah. from the payroll tax. Well, it, it, well, the, at the end of the day, it's because they're going to be losing money. Right. Right. You know, and then 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 here's something. When did when did the robots start to get rights? At that point, if we're going to tax them, don't they have rights? Taxation without representation. Hmm. Hmm. So, like in the last. 20 years, you've seen jobs go out the window for like, you know, you go to an airport, you could use a kiosk. You don't have to talk to anybody. No. And they prefer it that way. I think they do too. And let's say you go to McDonald's. You know what? They now have a kiosk. That's right. That's right. Do you really need to go and talk to a bank teller anymore? No. Not not necessarily unless you really, unless you're going to go, you know, you need to check or I don't know, something like that. There's always a machine for that. Are and we usually be... the machine is really good at its job. Yeah, like we, like we, counting votes, people. <laughs> we did this thing the other day, I don't know if you're aware of this, about a pizza place that's hiring non-stupid people. Guess what's going to happen when they have stuff that can make burgers? and fr- They're going to not have to worry about hiring non-stupid people. I know. I know. The world is changing. There's no yeah. doubt about it. But I don't know how you tax a robot. Well, it, well, the, what they're going to say is if there was 20 jobs and you've replaced it with 10 robots, okay. we're going to tax you per robot a fee. They'll come up with a fee and they'll say, well, this is because they're losing revenue. Right. And what's that make you do? Well, if I'm a manufacturing business, screw it. Why don't I just take my business to another country? You could. Where it's cheaper. So now you don't get any of the revenue on that. Hmm. I think what they're saying is we want more humans to work than robots. Well, it's it's their way of saying, look, I'm looking out for the little man. Right. I'm looking out for the little man here. But you're not looking out for the little man. Because if you're really looking out for the little man, then you try to pass legislation that says you have to have, for every one robot, you have to have one person. Usually if Sanders says something, Bernie Sanders says something, I go the other way on it. <laughs> That's just been my rule. I don't, I don't like socialism. So I usually just go the other way. If Bernie Sanders says something, I'm like, nah, I probably don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's it because for him the little person is a means to an end to keep them in power and to get revenue for the government. It is not because he loves the little person, right? I think Bernie is the exception in some ways, but he he. But for a lot of people out there, it's more it's more about revenue. Which than house it is did he say? Which house did he say this from? Because I think he's got four. Well, this was at CBS. I was at CBS oh. somewhere uh, today, and I was doing stuff saying robots is bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> what if they made the world a safer, better place, and that way people could have mm-hmm. more time to do what makes their heart sing? Oh, the heart singing thing. I love the heart singing. I know. Is your heart singing right now? My heart is, it is singing. Okay. It's singing, ole, 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 My robot's going to be bringing me water soon. <laughs> oh, let's talk about that. Coming up next, Arizona's water crisis. Uh, it's getting worse, and it could impact what you drink at a restaurant. Next.
There is a proposed law in the Nevada legislature that would ban restaurants from providing water to customers unless the customer specifically requests it. It would be a small way to conserve water. If passed, it wouldn't make much of a difference here in southern Nevada because all of the water that goes down the drain, that gets sent to a plant in the southeast part of the valley where the water is treated with chemicals and then sent back into Lake Mead for reuse. That's gross. Anyway, what if that were to come to Arizona? That, you know, our water crisis, I mean, goodness gracious, there's a part of the valley that uh, doesn't have any water right now. And I'm talking to you, the Scottsdale mayor, the evil Scottsdale mayor. Anyway, when you, go to, when you go to a restaurant, okay, okay. I just went to one today, brought my water. Yeah. Why? I, I, I just started to think about that. Why? How do you know I'm thirsty? How do you know I want water? Isn't, it, isn't there a better way? Could you save some money? Yeah, not California. Money, they they ask you if you want water. They now. do. They do. They ask you if you want water. Well, is it what's wrong with that? Uh, I don't find anything because I rarely ever drink the water. You do? No, I don't really drink the water. Okay. So I, you know, I, I. But California, they ask you if you want water, and uh, uh, that's kind of the thing that they've done for. They've done that for a long time. Every time I see the tables being bust, there's all all this water on the and table. Just yeah, and at some restaurants that you know maybe a little bit more bougie. You know, if you take a sip of water, someone's there to fill that right back up. Yeah, totally. I like that kind of restaurant. That's my type of restaurant. I take two sips, they put it right back in. And then I'm going to the bathroom all night. That's a totally different That's okay, story. though. It's a bougie restaurant. You want that. You pay the bougie-ness for extra water. But, if I want to pour water on the floor, it's bougie! <laughs> but I, I kind of think this is a good idea in Nevada. And But the, the end result has to be, you have to tell me how much water you're really going to save. Because if everybody goes to a see, restaurant and and you have to ask for water, I don't see that having being such a, a, a problem. Um, you know what they should do, though? What should they do? They should tell everybody, hey, guys, uh, from now on, all that water you have that you guys don't use at the restaurants, or in, 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 we're going to take it. We're going to then take it, and you're going to dump it in this thing. We're going to pick it up every single night, and then we're going to use it as reclamation water and re, you know, just like they said, they're going to redo it yeah. and pour it into places so we could save tons more water. Yeah. Thinking, baby, thinking. I have something that's better than that. Let's do that. I've got a better solution. It's not as better, but we'll try it. It is as better. It's you haven't not, heard it. It's not. I can smell it. You can't smell it. Mm-hmm. it smells like Arby's Plus. What if... <laughs> <laughs> I love Arby's. What if restaurants made you pay for water? How's that better? You'd save water. Are you going to buy a glass of water at a restaurant? You know, all those years ago, like they, they came out with bottled water, and people were like, why would I do that? Oh, why yeah. Why would I do that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, now people buy bottled water. I don't. I have a Connecticut. Well, so, can I bring bottled water? Can you bring your own it, water? Because there's, there's always a place where... They, sh- yeah, in Arizona you can. Yeah, but you've got... 100 degrees out. You know, but what about the... the uh, you know, like when you go to your bougie restaurants, right? Uh, you can bring your own wine. They've got... they've got the, Some have it. Yeah, see? So maybe you can do that, too. Yeah. Uh, yes, here's but, a very... This is an Ivani. If you could crack it open <laughs> for me, sir. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I think it's Evian, isn't it? I don't know. Evian? I don't know. What is it? It's plastic water. Ivani? What's a Ivani I'm water? a Connecticut guy, so okay. I wouldn't even You're do not. that. I just bring the whole Connecticut thing on my back. All right. I look like a Ghostbuster. All right. <laughs> just spraying water to the kids. What's <laughs> up, kids? That's how I roll. But in all seriousness, what if restaurants made you pay for water? Then people yeah. wouldn't order water. Yeah. And if that was the goal, yeah, to or save what water. About this? Just tell everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's we don't we no longer offer water. Right. Uh we have a bottled water that you could buy, but we no longer offer it in the glass. Right. See what people would say. I would say no. 
I would pro- I would probably say no. Yeah. I don't want to buy your water. And if your goal is... It'd be a total turnoff for me. If your goal is to try to eliminate the waste of water, that's totally fine. My idea was better. Save Because water. people still get water, and then they could take the extra water. What was and- your idea again? I already forgot it. So, what is it? Uh, because it's too good. It's that's not why. too good. It's forgettable. Somebody's I already forgot it. Right now. So you, like, you have reclamation like they do with this water. They reclaim the water. They put it through the system. Smaller words. Yeah. Smaller words. They take the water... <laughs> <laughs> that they don't have it, you know, that they, instead of busing and throwing it down the drain, right. they pour it into some sort of system oh. that and then somebody picks it up and then they go and they, they re- there's use a the health water. requirement there that I don't. I don't yeah, know. but you're not redrinking it. They use it for reclamation, whether they're going to put it inside, uh, you know, trees or put it places where they can water golf courses, hmm. stuff like that, whatever it is. OK, you know, you of course, you're not going to use. I'm never going to do that. I, I just, I'm surprised you don't bring your own your your own cutlery to these places. <laughs> well, you know, if the, you think about uh, the people that ate before you, no matter how clean you uh, think it got, I know, I know, I like know. I probably had COVID at one time. Uh, don't give me, oh, don't give me all Lord. worried, man. I want this now. Then that's probably like, shut up, Chad. Well, like when I, <laughs> when I go to a movie theater, I bring my own. I bring my own hydro flask. I fill it with Connecticut water. I go. do it for a couple different reasons. Because you're like, I need to pee at least five times during this movie. <laughs> I do. Uh, one, I don't want to buy a five dollar bottle bottle of water. I'm just too cheap to do that. Uh, the second thing is, a lot of times you go to the movies in the summer. They can't tell you no. Yes, you. They can't say, "Oh, you can't bring the water in." And I would point to the sun and say, "It's one twenty. This is coming in with me." But at a restaurant, and they're talking about this in Nevada with legislation. They're considering a bill. It passed. It would require restaurants to only provide water upon Wolf customer shot. request. Could it it come to Arizona? Maybe. It's possible. Coming up next. Coming up. Is a new Arizona Senate bill an assault on homeless people? We're going to talk about it next. The Gatos and Chad Show.